Hey, Jenna from the future here. During the first season of this podcast, it was called Make Your Day. So you're going to hear the old intro and references to the Make Your Day podcast. But don't worry, you're still in the Building Balance feed. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Make Your Day podcast. My name is Jenna, or Jenna for my English-speaking friends. And today I want to tell you about a few key ways that Finns approach life that I think are part of what make us some of the happiest people in the world, while we also get the things done that need to be done. So I'm back from vacation, or actually I've been back for almost two weeks now, but it's the first time that I've sat down to record podcasts in a while. So we spent two weeks a bit north of Tahoe, up in the mountains in Northern California. We went hiking almost every day and we made our way to some body of water to swim every day. And that was, well, the fin in me was very, very excited about that. Um, I also brought with me a ton of books for the trip and I got through a good bunch of them. One of the books was The Finnish Way by Katja Pantsar. A super quick way to describe the book would be that she wasn't feeling that happy um, and she decided to try living in the happiest country in the world for a while to see, you know, what, what, what that was all about. And then she describes how she immersed herself in several activities or kind of ways of lifestyle, ways of lifestyle, ways of life that are part of the Finnish lifestyle. And that helped her cultivate more happiness. And she's still in Finland, I think, um, 15 or so years later after she moved there. It's funny, it took me reading a book about my own culture, about my own people, to realize how much my life has strayed from the Finnish lifestyle since we moved to California um, nine years ago next week. Um, for example, here we have to drive to get almost anywhere. While in Finland, I could walk to most of the places I visited daily, whether that was university or my work or to go get groceries or go shopping, um, or just to meet up with people downtown. Um, for sure, I also lived downtown, so it made it easier. But even when we lived in the suburbs, like um, you'd walk to whatever public transport was the nearest one. And you'd, yeah, like I, I didn't really drive that much, especially not as much as here. Um, but I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> one of um, the big other differences I've realized in the culture is just that Finns are really good at working to have a life instead of living for their work and their career. Reading this book also helped me realize how much my Finnishness has helped me live my life here and how it's been especially helpful in managing myself and my business. Not that it always was that way. Um, when I started my business, I kind of forgot about you're supposed to have a business or work to have a life. Um, but I'll get a little bit into that later. But after I had read this book, I took some time to tease out exactly which parts of the Finnish lifestyle have helped me here that have helped me get my stuff done while also enjoying my life. And I found that there are three sort of central themes that built up a really strong foundation. 
And when there's a lack in one of them or more of them, um, it's really hard to get stuff done and to feel happy about your days too. And as I've been thinking about these um, central themes, I realized that I've actually based my coaching strategies on them this whole time that I've been coaching, but it wasn't intentional. I mean, of course, of course, these things were intentional in coaching. I'm not saying that my coaching was like this haphazard thing, but I hadn't made the connection to the Finnish lifestyle while doing it because it's just been second nature to me. And now it all makes so much sense. I can see how these three, three central themes support and enhance each other. Um, let's dive into these three central themes that I discovered. And these are now also the much more intentional framework for my coaching. So I'm really excited to talk about them. The first central theme is wholeness. So this is probably not a surprise to you, but I keep I keep saying that when you feel well, you do well. So when you feel well physically, mentally, and emotionally, and when you feel like your life has meaning, you do better with everything that you put your time and energy into. It's not just something that I'm hoping to be true or that I've seen anecdotally in my life or in other people's lives. More and more people, more and more experts are talking about this. They're writing books about this. Plus, research has shown that being happy and healthy makes us more effective. It raises profits for businesses um, and so on. So I think that we need to start believing it and appreciating well-being over work on a bigger scale. And this was how I lived my life back home in Finland. I had my nine to five psychologist job. And then outside of it, I spent my free time taking care of myself and doing fun stuff, just doing things that I enjoyed. I was not occupied with thoughts about work. Um, of course, sometimes things happen and sometimes it was on my mind, but it wasn't something that I felt like I needed to constantly um, work towards or like there was nothing I needed to work on all the time. But I lost touch with that type of mentality a little bit or a lot after moving to the US. Just living in such a kind of high hustle place like Silicon Valley, plus starting my own business. So that meant that most of the voices that I surrounded myself with most of the people I talked to everyone was just saying that you just got to suck it up for a few years when you start your business or you have to hustle really hard if you want success or if you want recognition but if you've uh, heard this story before you also know that it didn't turn out too well for me to just keep trying to work 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 I started having massive trouble sleeping and eventually I saw a doctor and a physical therapist when I had struggled with nighttime headaches for over a year. Um, so I hadn't really been sleeping for more than a few hours a night. Um, I know I should have gone to the doctor earlier, but somehow I convinced myself I just didn't have the time. But once I got that taken care of or once I started taking care of myself and started sleeping better... I was way more effective with everything that I was doing and I could also see clearly that I was doing a lot of things that I just didn't need to do or that I didn't want to do. So now for the past few years, um, self-care, just moving my body and journaling and walking the dog and talking with friends and 
spending time in nature um, regularly. Those are some of the ways that I balance the work I do. Those are kind of like the essential ones, the non-negotiable things that I have to get to do um, every week, some of those things every day. So this is just to show that this wholeness piece isn't just about the physical stuff either, about physically feeling well. It incorporates all the things that contribute to you feeling well, like how connected you feel to yourself and your feelings or how connected you feel to the people in your life and just to the things that you put your time and energy into. Do they feel purposeful? Because when you feel well, when you regularly recharge and when you feel like your routines and tasks have purpose, it is a lot easier to stay motivated and to have energy to show up for them. And the second theme is design. So overall, making sure that any solutions or or physical objects are practical and sustainable, as simple as possible and innovative, that's really at the heart of Finnish design. And I think that this is why I insist that it's important to have daily routines and, and practices and systems in your life and in your business that are practical and as simple as possible and enjoyable because that's what makes them sustainable in the long run. We Finns also like to refine, recycle, and renew before going for a complete overhaul or before we go for something completely new. And that's probably part of why I've always felt like like you don't need to turn your entire life upside down to notice some benefits in your life quickly. It's it's okay to go with small steps, right? It's okay to just refine something that you're already doing instead of just um, throwing everything out the window. The third central theme that I want to talk about is Sisu, which is um, spelled S-I-S-U. There is no direct translation from uh, Finnish to English for Sisu, but it's sort of like this personality trait. It's a virtue that we are really proud of as a nation. It's about showing up with spirit and grit, um, being resilient and determined when you show up for the things that you want to accomplish. And it's also kind of this attitude in how to face challenges. And as Katya Panzer points out in her book, it's also about recognizing and accepting when something just isn't right for you, when something's not working for you, and it's best to move on instead of trying to force it. So in coaching, this mostly um, looks like working on that inner monologue and the mindset stuff. It's about building up that muscle of showing up for yourself and for your plans and showing yourself that you are actually capable of of more than what your brain sometimes tells you. Plus, it's about um, recognizing when you're trying to force things that just don't feel right or that aren't working for you and uh, accepting that that's, that's just how it is, that maybe that's not working out and there's a different way. When I was working on this script and on this podcast, um, something that I noticed or realized is that most of the people I talk to, um, creators and, and small business owners, most of the people already have a bunch of CISO in them. They are resilient and determined. It's how they've gotten this far. It's how you, um, dear listener, have gotten this far. I mean, yes, maybe sometimes, the CISO has lost a bit of its glimmer because it's really hard to 
to keep showing up when you feel like things aren't going anywhere, especially if you aren't taking good care of yourself or if you don't have a solid plan for how to get stuff done, how to get where you're going. And when you feel overwhelmed or like you don't have enough time to do all the things, it's not that all of these three um, areas in your life are a mess. I'm not saying that at all. I think it's more likely that they could all benefit from smaller tweaks that then strengthen each other. Because (laughs) as I've been pondering these things, I've realized that the true magic comes from how these three central themes work together. When you mix wholeness with design, you increase your creativity. That's because when you feel well, you're more likely to think clearly and have more sort of -of out-of-the-box ideas versus when you don't feel well, when you're stressed, your nervous system tends to make your area of focus very narrow and uh, probably also make your thoughts pretty negative. And then when you mix seesaw with wholeness, you increase your capacity because When you have energy and grit together, it makes you stronger and less likely to give up. And then when you mix design with Sisu, you set a base for iteration. You're more likely to tweak and adjust your routines and plans until they work for you and to refine them again when they don't work for you anymore instead of judging yourself for things, you know, not working out. The cool thing is that you can practice wholeness in design and CISO in your life, no matter where you are or where you're from, and whether or not you ever hire me as your coach. All right, I really, really hope that you enjoyed this episode. It feels a bit silly sharing all this behind-the-scenes stuff with you since it's still so new, but I also think it's important that you get to see that I also continuously go through my own process of refining and making things better, of iterating my design, if you will, and not giving up. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, maybe disorganized, or like you don't have time for yourself, or like you're always just running behind, I would really love to support you. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Helberg. Or you can book a free consult call at jennahelberg.com slash consult. We'll just chat about what's working and what's not working for you within these three central themes and talk about how we could work it all out through coaching. And there's zero hard feelings if you decide not to hire me. I know that not everyone is going to just like my approach, but I also know that sometimes all you need to kickstart things for yourself is to just have a chat with um, a sort of outsider person sometimes. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me. I hope to be in your ears again soon. Bye.